Welcome to episode 10 of Our Strange Cosmos. In this episode, I'll be talking about a theoretical structure surrounding our solar system, the Oort Cloud. For thousands of years, astronomers have watched comets travel close up to the Earth and light up the night sky. In time, these observations led to a number of paradoxes. For instance, where were all these comets coming from? And, if their surface material vaporizes as they approach the Sun, thus forming their famous halos, they must have formed further away, where they would have existed there for most of their lifespans. In time, these observations led to the theory that far beyond the Sun and planets, there exists a large cloud of icy material and rock where most of these comets come from. This existence of this cloud, which is known as the Oort Cloud, remains unproven. But, from the many short and long period comets that are believed to come from there, astronomers have learned a great deal about its structure and composition. The Oort Cloud is a theoretical spherical cloud of predominantly icy planetesimals that is believed to surround the Sun at a distance of up to 100,000 astronomical units, also two light years. This places it in interstellar space, beyond the Sun's heliosphere, where it defines the cosmological boundary between the solar system and the regions of the Sun's gravitational dominance. Like the Kuiper Belt and the scattered disk, the Earth cloud is a reservoir of trans-Neptunian objects, that is, objects beyond the orbit of Neptune, although it is over thousands of times more distant from the Sun as these other two. Based on the analysis of past comets, the vast majority of Earth cloud objects are composed of icy volatiles, such as water, methane, ethane, carbon monoxide, hydrogen cyanide, and ammonia. Also, the appearance of asteroids thought to be originating from the Earth cloud has also prompted theoretical research that suggests that the population consists of 1-2% asteroids as well. The Oort cloud is thought to be a remnant of the original protoplanetary disk, that is, the disk of dense gas and dust that formed around the Sun approximately 4.6 billion years ago. The most widely accepted hypothesis is that the Oort cloud's objects initially formed much closer to the Sun as a part of the same process that formed the planets and minor planets of our solar system. But gravitational interaction with young gas giants such as Jupiter ejected them into extremely long elliptical or parabolic orbits. Recent research by NASA suggests that a large number of Oort cloud objects are the product of an exchange of material between the Sun and its sibling stars as they formed and drifted apart. Studies have shown that the formation of the Oort cloud is compatible with the hypothesis that the solar system formed as a part of an embedded cluster of around 200 to 400 stars. These early stars 
likely played a role in the formation of the Earth cloud. Because the Earth cloud is so much further out than the Kuiper belt, the region remains unexplored and largely undocumented. Space probes have yet to reach the area of the Earth cloud, and Voyager 1, the fastest and furthest of the interplanetary space probes currently exiting the solar system, is not likely to provide any information about it. At its current speed, Voyager 1 will reach the Earth cloud in about 300 years, and it will take about 30,000 years to pass through it. But by around 2025, the probe's generators will no longer supply enough power to operate any of its scientific instruments. The other four probes currently escaping the solar system, that is, Voyager 2, Pioneer 10 and 11, and New Horizons, will also be non-functional when they reach the Earth cloud. Exploring the Earth cloud presents numerous difficulties, most of which arise from the fact that it is incredibly distant from the Earth. By the time a robotic probe could actually reach it and begin exploring the area in earnest, centuries will have passed here on Earth. Not only would those who had sent it out in the first place be long dead, but humanity would most likely have invented far more sophisticated probes or even manned crafts in the meantime. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Our Strange Cosmos. And if you did, please subscribe to this podcast to get weekly content about our universe.